You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love you so much. You are, much. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of God of Israel. I worship you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Alpha, the Omega. The Omega. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful. I surrender to you. I surrender. I open my heart. I open my I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Reveal to me your divine revelation. Your divine revelation. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also tonight, note that yes, Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here, angels are here, we are in the presence of God, and we will have a privilege tonight to sing unto God. 
and as the praises goes up his glory comes down let us get ready to sing unto god tonight in the name of jesus amen amen
worship you. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you all adoration. We want to tell you that you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. Worthy to be adored. Worthy to be glorified. We want to say, Master, we thank you for everything. Everything that you have done, everything that you will do. Mandalaba Sotorobosyandalabayate. Koroboshyandalaba Sotorobayatarabayate. We give you glory, Master. We give you glory, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your power. We give you all the all, all the praise and all the adoration. We say be glorified, O Savior. Be glorified, O Master. Wonderful and precious Savior. We worship you. In the name of Jesus. Also tonight we'll be going straight to study going through the word of God together tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, our testimony reads as follows. Pain in the stomach field. There is a woman, the lady who called her prayer from Nairobi, Kenya. She has been suffering from a stomach problem for the past six months and also arthritis. Whenever she visits the hospital, they don't know what is wrong with her and keep on diagnosing her with different diseases. Her stomach keeps on making rambling noise. She was diagnosed, diagnosed with arthritis. She would feel pain in her knees. She was also feeling pain in her abdomen. Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone. The pain on her knees disappeared before she received prayer. She felt heat all over her body. When she checked herself while walking, she could not feel any pain, not even in her stomach. She is totally free. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our, our are as follows every morning at 7 a.m we have our morning prayer which is followed by our midday service at 5 to 12 then we have our evening service at half past six every night and our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night and we also have our weekly prayer and fasting which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Friday. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the banking details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on our messenger groups, as well as on our 
different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight, we'll get the word of God from the book of Galatians, chapter 4, from verse 10. Galatians 4, from verse 10, it says, You are observing special days and months and seasons and years. I fear for you that somehow I have wasted my efforts on you. And even though my illness was a trial to you, you did not treat me with contempt or scorn. Instead, you welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. Have I now become your enemy by telling you the truth? Those people are zealous to win you over, but for no good, what they want is to alienate you from us so that you may have zeal for them. My dear children, for whom I am again in the, in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you, tell me, you who want to be under the law, are you not aware of what the law says? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight we'll be going straight to the word of God. As we'll be going straight to the word of God, the word of God will be preached with power, power of the Holy Spirit, power to heal, power to bless, power to protect, power as the word of God will be preached. Every problem will be solved in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Then this evening, we're going to be going straight to the Word of God from the book of uh, Galatians chapter 4, verse number 10. The Bible reads as follows. Uh, you are observing special days and months and seasons and years. Okay, let us read from verse number 8 to really grasp what is to Apostle Paul is talking about writing this letter to Galatia, to the Christian in Galatia. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were slaves. slaves. You were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. But now, you know God, or rather are known by God. How is it that you are turning back to those weak and miserable forces? How is that? Okay. Do you wish to be enslaved by them over again? And he says that on verse number 10, you are observing special days and months, seasons, and years. Okay. I want to ask you to get to what Apostle Paul was saying as for verse number 8. The Bible says that formerly, when you did not know God, you were slaves to those who by nature are not God's. 
I want to just say this. I want us to get this that, you know, each and every person before they are born again, they were worshiping something. Whether they know it or not, but before everyone is born again, they were worshiping something. They were dedicated themselves to something. They were believing on something. Some people, they were even having idols. These idols were their, were their, were their gods. Some people, they had idols. You know, like when we talk about the people in Galatia, we are talking the people about who are not uh, having the God of Israel. The people who were not born again. The, no, 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 not talking about born again first. The people who were, who were not the children of Israel. That means these people, they were Gentiles. As they were Gentiles, but they were not just Gentiles. They were Gentiles who were believing on something. Each and everyone, they were believing on something. They had some sort of a God. You know, most of it, when we talk about God, Jehovah is the, the Bible says that he's the only one God. But in terms of other, others, they are referred to as gods, not God. That means some people, they find that they, when they were uh, uh, having uh, other idols, most of them, they don't have a God. God, they've got gods. Gods in which they were trusting upon for, for, for their spiritual enhancement, for their spiritual empowerment. But as they were trusting upon, they were making idols to be God. You know, like you go to many cultures of the, of the, of the world, May, uh, many cultures of the world, they've got gods. They've got gods. They don't have a god. Then Jehovah is not God. He is God. He is God. He's not gods. Then verse number eight says that formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved. You were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. That means, and I, I, most of the time when we're going through the, the book of Kings and Chronicles, we have talked a bit about idols. When an idol was formed, sometimes people make a god out of, uh, sometimes they use a statue Sometimes they use a picture, they make a gods out of the, uh, different gods. They've, people have got different ways to make gods. But even though they make a god, which is an empty god, but the devil find an opportunity to go behind that god, that idol, and become god. Then people, you find that when they are worshipping idols, indirectly they are worshipping the devil because the devil, or the, the devil, when he sees the opportunity that somebody is worshipping something that is not God and make it a God, the demon go there and enter and become that idol. 
Then sometimes some people on this idol, yes, some idols, they are, they are, they are empty. Some idols are empty, are powerless. But some idols, they do have one or two powers, which is not a godly power, but it's a demonic power. It's a demonic power. It's a demon in, in an idol. That when this person do certain things that the idol want, it manifests in a certain way. That's what we call an idol. Most of these are gods. Anyway, Apostle Paul said, formerly, you did not know God. When you say that you don't know, you did not know God. You did not know a living God formerly. Many people, they did not know a living God, but they knew gods. They don't, there are people who doesn't know the living God, but who know gods. More especially the people who are not born again. No gods, but they don't know what God. Hallelujah. But to know a God is not enough. They need to know a living God. And they can't know a living God without Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Except through me. That means anyone who wants to know the living God and have a relationship with the living God, the creator of heaven and the earth, Jehovah God, Jesus Christ is our way. But okay, verse number nine. The Bible, but now that you know God, or rather you are known by God, how is it that you are turning back to the weak and miserable forces? And do you wish to be enslaved by them over again? Apostle Paul is saying that these people now are born again. Why does he say they are born again? Of course, he taught he taught them the word of God. He led them to Christ. When he led them to Christ, they said that, he said that now they know God and they are known by God. It's the same thing. When we are saying that you are born again, when you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you know God. You are not like somebody who doesn't know God. Once you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you do what? You know God. And you are known by God. It's the other way. You know God and you are known by God. How are you known by God? You are a child of the living God. You are not only the child of the living God, but even your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You are the child of God. You have the relationship with God. Once you are born again, you know God and you are known by God. You have got the relationship with God and God cares about you. But there was a problem with these people of Galatia. Because the problem is that, you know, in those days, Apostle Paul went and preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. As he preached the gospel of Jesus Christ, they believed, yes, though it was good, they believed, they were saved. But Apostle Paul did not remain there. Because he was moving to different places and he moved to the other places. Then there were nobody who was teaching them the word of God. There were nobody who was helping them to keep the momentum. The momentum that Apostle Paul brought and made them to believe and grabs which they were working. When Apostle Paul left, they were not on that momentum. 
they were they were they were what you call they were backsliding that means they were either going back to their in either going back to the to worship those idols or now they were also being taken to worship to, to be going to be captured so that they can be going through the law two things first thing they were either they were going back to the world to be worshiping the idols because let me tell you this if you don't you don't if you don't know the word of god it is dangerous if you don't know the word of god it is dangerous we walk with god by the word that's what the bible said that men shall not live by the bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of god we live and we walk with god by the word that means for someone who is born again it's important that after when they are born again they continually meditate on the word of god to be continually alive in the things of the spirit that's very very much important that's what the bible said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that come from the word of god amen they, we, amen. once you are born again we need to constantly feed on the word the word of god you know some people they think the word of god they will need the word of god also just because they are looking for a miracle no it doesn't work that way the word of god it is something that we need to feed on on a daily basis on a daily basis as the bible says that amen faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god and the bible said we walk by faith not by sight and because faith that we are looking for it comes from the word of god but if you amen. if someone is born again is not feeding on the word of god there's a problem on that person there's a problem that's going to happen if they are born again and they are not feeding on the word there's a problem because they will be they will have a problem on their faith and when they have got a problem on their faith it will affect everything in their life because everything in your life it is maintained by the word and it's maintained by your faith your health is maintained by your faith your progress your prosperity your peace your joy everything is maintained by your faith that's why we live by faith not by sight then someone who wants who want uh, uh, maintain their momentum of the word sooner or later when that person is born again they will have problem it's just like that then also apostle paul he began to when he was examining these christians in galatia he began to realize that oh it's either they are going back or they are going back to to be worshiping these idols in another way or also it's either they were now being captured to the law that's why i said that but now you know god and rather you're known by god how is it that you are turning back to those weak and uh, weak and miserable forces 
He called them weak and elementary forces. Oh, palava son celebrity. Weak and elementary forces. You know, the idols are weak. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The idols are what? The idols are weak. The, they are, the idols are weak. Not just that they are weak. They are also miserable. These are idols. You know, let me tell you this. The idol is not weak by itself. It is weak when it is being compared with Christ. They are miserable when they are being meant compared with what? With Christ. That's what the Bible says that... Um, Greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. It's like the devil. The devil is miserable. The devil is weak. But he's not just weak by himself. He is weak when he's been compared to the living God. It's like the demons. The demons are weak and they're miserable. But they are not just weak and miserable. They are weak and miserable when being compared with the Holy Ghost. To the world, to the world, the demons are not weak. To those who are in the world, they're not weak. To those who are in the world, to those who are under the power of the, the idols, the idols are not weak. They are experiencing wicked power there. Show, the idols are showing them flames. But when you are in Christ, the idols are weak and miserable. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you are born again and when you are in Christ, you are delivered from the power of Satan. You are delivered from power of idols. You are delivered from that power of demons when you are in Christ. That's why he is asking them that. Do you wish to be enslaved by them over again? Do you want to be under the power of the devil again? Do you, he's asking them that. Do they want to be under the power of the demons again? To be under the power of the idol again? That's what he's trying to ask. Okay, verse number 10. You are observing special days and month and season and years. He's telling them, you know, like by this time, you know, in in the Old Testament, we have got special days in the Old Testament, and we have got uh, special years. We have got special month, in which this special month, when the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt, some of when God have delivered them from certain things, God wanted them to make certain festival. There were certain dates which were special, certain festivals which were special, which now, yes, those things, they were special in the Old Testament. They were special in the law, that those who are following the law, those days were special. But he said that, he, he, remember, remember, when we are reading the book of Galatians, it's a continuation of what we are reading in Galatians chapter 1, chapter 2. When you are saying that there was there were some people who were teaching them to obey the law, to be justified by the law. Then that's why I was like, ah uh ah. -uh. 
when he have left, he did not teach them the law. He taught them the gospel of Jesus Christ. But by this time, based on other people, they were now observing certain laws. They were now observing certain days and all that. Then he was trailing, trying to tell them, uh, uh, you are not justified by the law. We ought to be justified by what? By Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, in Christ, in Christ, like where we are today, because we are born again, we are in the place called in Christ. What is important in Christ is the New Testament. Is the New Testament, it is what is important. It is what is important. That's why, you know, you're going to be here us talking about Christ crucified. Yes. Sometimes you, do, you go to the day that you remember the day which is called Good Friday. That is the day of the New Testament. So are you hearing what I'm saying? Then what most of all, we are not going to be saying that, okay, this is the, the day that uh, the children of Israel came out of Egypt. Then we are celebrating that day. No, we don't. We are not. We don't go that route. We are not going that route. Hallelujah. Because in, in Jewish religion, there are lots of days. There are lots of days in Jewish religion. In some of your calendars, some of your calendar, just a, a general calendar. If you go to it, it will be showing you that there are Jewish holidays. There are Jewish holidays. On those sum of calendars, it will be telling you that, oh, there is a Christian holidays and stuff like that. Then as a child of God, what was happening here, then they were now observing the Jewish holidays and all that. But And those Jewish holidays, they are scriptural, but they are found in the law. They are found in the law. But us as the children of the living God, I want to tell you that we are under, we are in Christ and we are under grace. Then even when you see us going to the Old Testament, we are going to the Old Testament for a purpose. We are not going there to say, okay, we are going to, you know, to be justified by the law. You go to the Old Testament to find precepts certain how God have worked with Papa Abraham, how God have worked with David, how God, and you find those things that God loves, and you take those God, things that God loves to try to place Amen. him. Hallelujah. Amen. But not to follow that, saying that i'm going to look for the law to be justified by the law we're not looking for the law to be justified to say that i'm go we're going to be saved by the law we're going there to find the things that god loves because those word of god it reveals to us what is it that god loves what is it how he walked with this patriarch and we those who love with god we go and find those things in order to please him. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to go to go further to the book of Galatians chapter 4 verse number 19. 
The Bible says that my dear children from whom again I am again in the pain of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. You see, I want you to get this. For them to be born again, you know, for these uh, Galatians to be born again, of course, men like Apostle Paul were paying certain price. This is what we're, we're talking about over, over the weekend on Saturday when we're talking about uh, giving birth, when you're about to give birth as a child of God, when you want something to be done, hey, you, you now go to the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit, using the spiritual principle to give birth to something which is spiritual. Sometimes on this on this on this uh, process of uh, of giving birth, you are giving birth of things. But first of all, you give birth of these things in the spirit. In the spirit, like you know, uh, Jesus Christ, when you want to give birth to a church, he did something also. He went and prayed. He went and prayed, you know, first of all, the, the first thing that he did, it was also the childbearing. I can say that what, uh, it was also the labor pains for the church to be born. Hallelujah. Amen. Even the cross, that was a labor pain for the church to be born. There are things to be done. Even look at uh, what Moses did when he was in the mountain of Sinai, when he was spending that uh, tremendous time in prayer in the mountain. It was so that he can be he can be given the law. The law, the law. What we're talking about, Ten Commandments, did not come cheap. Moses has to spend time. The Bible talks about forty days and forty nights in the presence of God for that wish to be born. Then sometimes, you know, when you want something to be born, most especially in the spirit, because everything that we see physically, they must they were given birth first in the spiritual realm. If you want something to happen, sometimes we spend time in the presence of God downloading things. Downloading things out of the spirit that will manifest where in the physical. Then, then Apostle Paul said that, my dear children, whom I am again in the pain of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. He said, I don't know what kind of a process that Apostle Paul was in, but he was spending, he was saying that I'm continually seeking God so that Christ may be formed in you. You want them now, to Christ to be formed in them that, hey, what the word of God talks about is the process of what the word of God talks about manifest in their life. Is the process we wanted, the pro, when he talks about Christ to be formed in you, he's talking about Christ-likeness. Because I want to tell you this. 
the ultimate growth of every Christian, I want you to get this, is what we call Christ-likeness. All of us, we have got the potential to look like Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Not to look like Jesus outwardly, but to look like Jesus based on the word. All of us, we have got that potential that at the end of the day, each and every one, we can be like him, like him in action, like him in spirit, like him in speech. At the end of the day, and that's what even individually we must long for that we must we need we we must long to be like him Amen. we must be him Amen. hallelujah Amen. yes jesus christ wants us to be him here on earth i want us us to be him here on earth Hallelujah. Amen. In such a way that when you are there in that family, Jesus Christ is there in that family. When you are there in that company, Jesus, Jesus Christ is there in that company. When, wherever you are, Christ is there through you, but he can only be there through you once you have taken over you and you have grown up to be like him. And we are able to manifest his likeness. Then Apostle Paul said, he have been praying. He have been praying. Maybe he has been fasting. He has been seeking God, longing for the Galatian church to be like Jesus. He wants them to be like what? To be like Jesus. Also, me and you today, we must long to be like Jesus in our day. We must long to be like him. Where we talk like him, we love like him, we care like him. And that is actually, that transformation, it also happens when we spend our time in the presence of God. You may not be aware of it, but the more we are spending our time in the presence of God, there is a transformation which is happening. Christ-likeness is being born in you because the word of God itself is being imparted to your spirit, to be imparted to you, helping you to be Christ-like. You know, a few days ago, God has been telling me about this. This is something that the word of God does. No matter, sometimes, you know, when you are preaching the word of God, you are preaching the word of God. You are just arriving at the place, you are talking about Jesus, you are preaching Jesus Christ. Whether you are try, you are talking Jesus to the thieves, but because you are talking about the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ, you are talking about the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ, you find those people, you see, they, their goodness begin to be activated. And maybe they were talking so harsh, 
but when they begin to hear about Jesus Christ, because that's what the word of God does, immediately you begin to, their goodness in them, the word of God, as it's being spoken, it brings Christ-likeness in them. Find that this man. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. And that is the advantage of us who who use who used to who who spend your time in the presence of God. When you are starting your day with prayer, of course, after that you are activated to to act like Christ on that day. You are just activated. You are just activated. Then someone who doesn't spend in the presence of God, sometimes you know, sometimes when you are you are watching certain movies sometimes these movies they're not talking about god they're trying to activate you to be like the devil but when you're watching when you are listening to the word of god it's activating your christ-likeness out of you you will see that the way you are talking the word of god is coming freely out of your mouth the word of god is coming freely out of your action why you have been with the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You have been with Christ. A Christ like, like when you spend your time in the presence of God, when you listen to the word of God, it activates your Christ likeness out of you. Then the word of God, spending time in the presence of God, spending time in the prayer is activator of Christ likeness. Because that's what we need to be like him. We need to be like him. We must belong like him, to be like him, and we need to be like him. And through this thing that we're talking about, it they activate you that after that, you can't be after prayer and you are, you know, sometimes before you go to prayer, maybe you're not, there was something that makes you to be not to be happy about. You were, you were, you were not happy. Maybe you were angry about something. But you will see after prayer, you are no longer angry. There is that peace in you, which is coming from what? Christ-likeness. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what, it is some of the benefits of spending your time in the presence of God. As you are spending your time in the presence of God, listening to the word of God, praying. Christ-likeness is coming out of you freely. That word of God, it comes and cuts that jealousy. It can't. That jealousy can't stand. You are just loving. You are just loving out of coming out of Christ. You are just forgiving. You don't know how, but you are just forgiving. The thing is Christ-likeness in you. That has been activated in the presence of God. It, you will find yourself that Christ-likeness manifesting without a struggle. You find what they call that is a fruit of the Spirit that we are talking about in the book of Galatians, in which I'm sure about tomorrow or the day after will be there. Just coming out of you freely without a struggle. Many people who struggles to do good, most of the problem is that they are not spending their time in the presence of God. They are not listening to the word of God. They are not studying the word of God. They are not praying. Then people like that, they can easily be evil. 
but you can't be pray, standing or spending your time in the presence of God and you, you become evil. They don't mix. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, because of time, wherever you are, begin to pray. One of your prayer point, our prayer point, which is going to be a powerful prayer point, is for Christ's likeness. That Christ Amen. be formed in us. That, oh God, help me to be like Christ all the days of my life. Amen. Begin to pray wherever you are. Mantolo poshanto poshanta basota. Mantolo poshanto poshanta basota roboyate. Manta kapasa to roboya tabasa. Manto roboya tabasa tabasa Say Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Say anything which is not of God. Anything which is not of God in my life. In my life. In my body. In my body. In my career. In my career, in our countries, in our countries, in our anything, in our, catch fire now, catch fire now, catch fire now, catch fire now, I command them. I command them. Come out. Come out. I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. So let there be progress in my life, in my life, in my career, in my career, in my countries, in my countries. Let's say, I say, I command. I command everything to turn around for my good. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
Also tonight, there may be someone who wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power of the Holy Spirit. From today, I am born again. I am saved. In the name of Jesus. So let there be miracle jobs. Say miracle jobs in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to give also an update that um, we have formed that group of jobs. And uh, we are saying that uh, on that group, anyone you see job anywhere, forward it. Someone needs it, is going to help it. And anyone who you think can benefit out of that group, you can add them, let them be there, and you sh- we share those jobs. And God will be using each other to bless us. Hallelujah. Amen. And... Um, let us share the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all. Surely, goodness and love. Shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Who is this one joining jo- joining with this account of 5437, which is ending up by 5437? The one with who have got the account of 767. Okay. It's me, man of God. Who is it? Are you in Botswana? Yes, man of God. You are in Botswana. 
congratulations congratulations you are blessed you, you know here you just continue to do this automatically you are blessed automatically you are protected automatically i, I don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying i'm talking to everyone we are automatically there will be peace in your house automatically there will be what there will be progress in the name of jesus amen i want to say to you tonight have a blessed and a wonderful night in the name of jesus christ amen, amen. amen. bye 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 bye, bye.